Hi, welcome to the Witching Hour. I've got some great magic for you today. My guest is my dear friend and artist and all-around Renaissance woman, Gina Leslie. And she's going to talk to you about magical sigils and how to make them, how to make them art, and how to make them magic in your life. And I too thought, hmm, we're going into a new season. Let's bring in some practical magic. Practical magic, which is wonderful spell working and ways of thinking and ways of being that you could add into your everyday life. And today I thought I would work on a little bit of weight loss and health magic. I got some statistics and like over 75% of people in the US gained like 15 to 20 pounds over this pandemic. Um, not good, not bad, but we're coming out of it. And maybe we want to shed some of those pounds. So I've been a professional dieter my entire life. So I've got some really good magical ways to help us do that. As long as some other, again, practical magic you can put in your day-to-day -day life. Let me catch you up on this week. My practical magic and I'm going to do with weight loss is actually a precursor to my class I'm going to teach on Thursday. So if you want to be a more in-depth practical magic class, my $10 Zoom class through House of Intuition, you can find it on all my social media. Um, join me. It's one hour. It's $10 on Zoom. Everybody's welcome. And on Sunday, it's going to be week two of my mediumship course. Now, if you missed week one out of three weeks, you could still go into it and we can send you the video from week one. No matter where you are, if you've never done mediumship, you don't even think you have a gift or whether you're an old pro who's been talking to the dead for years, I promise wherever you are, everyone's gift will increase. We're going to be hands-on, raising the veil, doing exercises, learning techniques that everybody can do to safely learn to speak to the other side. So if you're interested, that is next Sunday through Haunted Diary events. And then next week, I'm going to be in Vegas, Vegas, uh, with Babylon. Many of you have seen it advertised with my friend, Father Sebastian, and all them beautiful vampires. I am going to be doing a seance in the foundation room at the House of Blues at Mandalay Bay, and I hear it's fabulous. So there's tickets available for that as well. Again, all on social media. So see us in Vegas, see us on Zoom. But for now, come on into the witching hour. Okay, puppy update time. <laughs> for all of you following the Princess Willow, I always wake her up for this. She has a very long tongue. Um, her big news of the week is she has learned to shred paper in a thousand million pieces. It's very good talent. And then she blames the cat every time. So uh, she you can't see it now, but she is the Tasmanian devil of all dachshunds. And uh, she's really smart and really stubborn and really good at shredding paper. <laughs> so... Puppy update, we're teasing. Okay, since a whole bunch of us gained a few pounds or a few extra pounds over this past year of not as much activity and not as much going out, now is a perfect time to choose to get rid of it. Now, diets don't have to be hard. They don't have to be scary. They actually can be fun because remember your intent is everything and your perception is everything. So in my being a professional dieter my entire life, since I was a teenager, I put together some techniques working with magic, working with witchcraft, working with basic psychology and working with basic diet principles. And all together, they make this beautiful practical magic that works on everybody who tries 
surprise it. So the first thing we got to do is get rid of, see where you hold the energy. And some of the energy is in our emotions of what we do it. So I want you to literally go through your brain and think of all the reasons that you can't lose weight. Think of all the reasons that you think you're fat. I'm too old to lose weight. I don't have the discipline. I can't give up ice cream. Think about like, oh, but we eat out all the time. There's nothing I could do about it. My spouse, my roommate eats all the time. All the excuses that you have. I don't want to give up things. All the excuses that you have and write them down, write them down and look at them. They only have the importance that you give them. Honestly, I don't want to give up ice cream. Who says you have to give up ice cream? That's your thought pattern. Maybe you could have a bite of ice cream. I don't know. But look at all the stuff that's in the way. So then write it down. And if you can, I want you to take that, look at it, and burn it up. Hold it over the sink. Hold it over a pot. Hold it over a thing. And when you're doing, I want you to chant if you can. Remember, we have to put our passion in it. Burn, burn, go away. Lose those stubborn pounds today. Burn, burn, go away. Lose those stubborn pounds today. Burn, burn, burn away. I don't care what your roommates say. I don't care what you think. I want you to see what that looks like. You are burning up those stupid excuses that are in your way. And then you'll be silent. And then I want you to feel that body again. Guess what? There's more space there. There's literally more energy. There is more space there to fill up with what you want. I feel good about choosing not to have ice cream, or I feel good about taking a walk around the block. I feel good about walking away from seconds. The simplest things, but we've got to do a lot more than that to just step into it, though that's a brilliant first start. The other thing is, is our awareness. Nobody's aware. So what do we want to do? We want to bring in beauty. What is beauty? How about a Venus candle? Get yourself a candle. It could be a nice, beautiful candle like they sell at House of Intuition. It could be a dollar store candle. Get yourself a nice seven-day candle. I want you to make this is my beauty candle. This is my healthy candle. This is my I am my very best me candle. If you want to write stuff on it, get a Sharpie and say, I am fit, I am thin, I am perfect, or whatever you want to do, or make hearts, or make, draw something, stick a picture on it. It doesn't matter, but you're going to charge this candle just like we learned to do. Okay, I, this card, this, this candle, the fire within this candle, the air within this smoke, the wax within this candle is going to help me do this magic to get in my very best shape possible. Now you have this candle, and guess what? Every single time you eat, you have to light the candle every time you eat. And that means I'm going to go have one little pretzel at midnight. Okay, walking in there. Oh, I have to write my Venus candle or whatever you want to call it. Okay, it doesn't matter if you're going to have one thing. You're going to light it. I want you, again, take three deep breaths. I want you to visualize I am getting in my perfect shape. I am getting in my perfect shape. And you light the candle. You eat your one thing or you eat your big meal. You put out your candle. Now, this is a magical candle. Remember the rules. You don't blow out magical candles. You snuff them out. So get fancy, lick your fingers, use a candle snuffer, put something to put the oxygen out so the wick is hungry for the next time. So this one candle will last you a really long time. Now, if you go, oh, but I'm at work. I can't carry a candle with me. They don't allow fire. Um, I'm going out to a restaurant. I'm on a date. If you cannot bring your candle with you, you visualize your candle. Say you're at work, you're in the lunchroom, say you're on a date, say you're with, and you're at a restaurant. Picture yourself taking three deep breaths. Picture yourself in your mind, you don't even have to mime it, I am lighting my beautiful candle. 
Everything that goes into me is going to be used for energy. I'm going to release whatever I'm not used. This food is going to be appreciated and well-loved. Whatever you want to say. Imaginary, light your candle. So much will change just from that. But that's not enough. That's not enough. I like witches' ladders. Remember witches' ladders? We're going to talk about that. Spirit gets caught in knots. You see all those people wearing little strings around their wrists and around their ankles. Those are witches' ladders. To me, it's one of the most magical things to remind you. Remember, we have to have that headset. So get yourself a string. And I'm. this isn't even going to be a whole big mid. Say, okay, get your ready. Remember your breath that you're going to put into it. I do it odd numbers, three, five, seven, or nine. So um, in my book, Old World Magic for the Modern World, I have very specific weight loss, reduction in really bad rhymes that don't work very well in the rhyming department, but they're really good. But make you can use that or make up your own. So it could be like, um, I am really proud of myself and I feel really good. I am really happy when I make good food choices. See it, smell it, taste it. <gasps> You blow it into it and you pull it tight and you just cut that spirit right there. You just cut that spirit right there. So if you're wearing this on your wrist or on your ankle and you're reaching for those Oreo cookies and you don't want to deprive yourself, your old thinking might have been, oh, I really need that Oreo cookie. I really want that cookie. I deserve that cookie. And that's your old thinking, which maybe didn't serve you well. Now you might rub this little knot and going, wow, I'm going to feel better about myself if I don't have that Oreo cookie. Then maybe you're going to go number two. Okay, I'm going to remember and be, feel really good about drinking eight glasses of water a day. See it, smell it, taste it, see yourself doing it. One, two, three. By, by not of one, this spell begun. By not of two, this spell come true. By not of three, so shall it be. Make up rhymes, make up stories, and or you can get them on the internet, and or you can get them in my book. But now all of a sudden you have three or five or seven knots. Maybe you want to charge it as we charge spells. Wear it when you can. Stick it in your bra if you don't want it knotted on. Put it on your ankle. Now you have an automatic little diet helper every time you need a little bit extra oomph to things. So, ooh, okay, I'm going to rub this. I'm going to rub this. And it works. It works as good as anything I have ever tried. But there's more because I believe more is more in everything. We need something tangible. We need something moving. So figure out how many pounds you want to lose. Five pounds, 50 pounds, 100 pounds. Get yourself two jars. Any kind of jars. They could be really pretty. They could be dollar store jars. And marbles or shells or rocks or crystals. And for every pound that you want to lose, you put them in one of the jars. And then you have your empty jar. Now, as you're doing, you're going to charge these jars to all the pounds I want to lose are going to come here. Sit them on your table. Make them look really pretty. You could make them real incognito so nobody knows what they are. Or you could write lose, to lose, lost, whatever you want on them. But every time you lose a pound, you pick up that marble and you put it into the other one. The power you will feel from seeing it visually, emotionally, the action of moving something is amazing now yeah if you have a bad day and you put on a pound you have to put that marble back but it's okay you will see how all of a sudden all the marbles on this side end up on that side so between your, your venus love healthy food candle you have your little witch's ladder that's help giving you that extra power you have your magic jars of marbles or shells or whatever that is guess what 
you're going to do great. Whatever that is, because now your consciousness is there. You might choose, okay, I'm going on a paleo diet. Great. Or I'm going on a no-carb diet. I'm doing intermittent fasting. Great. There is a thousand thousand good ways of eating or diets if you want to use that world word so just figure out whatever works for you that you could feel good about but that's never the issue the issue is what you do and how you feel about what you do and all these things in this practical magic help you feel good about what you do and how you do it my last thing is put on a glamour which is put on a glamour what 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 that means is Maybe you're in your worst sweats and you're at the store and you didn't wash your hair. Heck, you didn't comb your hair and you run into your ex or your agent or whatever that is. And you're going, oh God, oh God, they can't see me. They can't see me. We put on a glamour. It's this invisible beauty thing that guess what? Because of the energy you're putting out, they won't even notice. They will see you. You'll smile at them. You're feeling good about yourself because it's really just about energy, energy out, energy in. So all of a sudden you run into, hi, Bob. Guess what? They're just going to see your happy smile in this. They're not going to see that you forgot to brush your hair that day. That's putting on a glamour. Put on a glamour for your getting healthy or getting in shape or whatever you want to call it. Every day in the shower, when you're getting rid of angst, put a little salt on the floor of the shower. You've just turned that into a cleansing shower. Carve on your soap. Um, the weight you want to be. I want to be that weight. Carve it on the soap. If you use liquid soap, write it with a Sharpie on the soap or on your shampoo. Then every time you're washing your hair, this is just not my conditioner. This is my healthy shampoo. This is my disciplined conditioner. This is my soap. Magic works because we put the magic into it. And even when it, that soap wears down, you've put that magic into it. Charm your toothpaste. Toothpastes are almost always mint. Mint is beauty and it's really good for weight loss too. So whether it's your regular old crest or something fancy of Tom's, every time that you are brushing your teeth, feel like, oh, this is me, my beautiful mouth. And I only put beautiful things into my mouth and everybody sees my beauty. There is endless things that you can do. Charge your mirror to see your best you. Because when you see your best you in that bathroom mirror, you're gonna live into that best you. As soon as you can, stop covering up your body. We all have that tendency. I'm going to wear my loosest sweats. And again, everybody has this past year. I Stop covering it up. Because no matter what you think, you are going to look better in your better clothes. Even if you think they are too tight right now, you are going to look better in just putting some consciousness into wearing something a little bit more form-fitting. Adds to the awareness, adds to the magic. I promise if you try these things, everything about you will change. Plus you are asking the universe or God or God or higher self or whatever words you happen to use with each of these steps. So if you want to get that body into your best shape, whether that's gain a couple pounds and start working out, whether that's lose a couple pounds, all you need to do is be your own magic. Oh yeah, and exercise. You need exercise, even if it's walking. And that will change everything too. And for exercise, you don't need a lot of exercise. Um, I do this thing called Pace Express, progressively accelerating cardiopulmonary exertion. In three or four, four-minute sets of cardio, you could do the same thing you do in a whole hour workout because our heart rate goes up and down. It's HIIT training. It's interval training. So... I will save that for another day, but if you could, everybody can find 15 minutes a day. If you can find 15 minutes a day, you don't need a gym, you don't need equipment, 
You don't need anything. I've been doing it for 10 years and it gives you stamina and health and energy. So just move. And if you're walking, you could do the same thing. Go fast, go slow, go fast, go slow. If you're jogging, jog, stop and walk, jog, stop and walk. Your body will thank you. Our hearts and our lungs were made for start and stop, not hard, hard, con constant cardio, cardio, cardio. We went bad in the fifties when doctors started doing this. I'm going to run for an hour. Marathon runners get heart attacks. Sprinters don't. So Put exercise into your routine, even if it's 15 minutes a day. Heart rate up, heart rate down, heart rate up, heart rate down. All of a sudden, the glycogens in your body, this isn't where I was going to go with it, but I'm going there with it. The glycogens that want to go into the... When you do a full regular cardio, the long cardio, it wants you to have stamina. It wants you to have stamina. So it's going to hold everything into your body, like into your fat and hold fat. When you do start and stop, like you're running to not be dinner and caveman, or you're running to catch your dinner, it, you go, oh, I need fast energy quick. It puts it into your muscles. So all the, what could stay and hold your fat goes into your muscles and the fat melts away. So again, I will do that on another thing. You can look up paceexpress.com, P-A-C-E. I am getting no money for this. It's just something I believe in. There's a lot of other things out there. But if you can find 15 minutes a day, and you can, and you can get a dollar store candle, and you can get some marbles in a jar, and you can get a piece of string, you could have your perfect body. All you got to do is believe it. Today's magic, we are going to do money magic. Money. We have such a weird attitude about money. Money. Nobody thinks they have enough money. Money. We think it's hard to have money. It's hard to acquire money. Guess what? All money is, is energy. Everything is energy. Everything is energy source. And we just put on this thing in our modern Western society that money and we have to earn it in hard work. And yes, there's some true to some of that, but money is as easy as we allow it to be. So I thought I'd do a little bit of money magic for you. My most famous is my money dollar spell. So I'm gonna explain that to you. It's gonna cost you $1. Unless you really feel bad about that, then get some play money or some monopoly money. But if you are willing to spend a dollar, do it. Now, no, you can't burn loons in Canada or all those other countries that don't have paper money and I don't know what to tell you draw a bill or, or trade it in for American money or something like that. I get these questions all the time. Um, but my money spell, again, we need to change our thought pattern. So we're going to set up like we do ritual, set up a sacred space, light some incense, light a candle, set your space as we talk about all the time. This is my sacred space and I'm going to do money. Get the crispest dollar bill that you can, the crispiest dollar bill that you can if you're willing to do a real dollar bill. Otherwise, play money. Otherwise, draw one. With that dollar bill, I want you to write everything you want in that dollar, on that dollar bill. Get a Sharpie, get a pen, write. It could be things like a raise, a million dollars. I don't know. If you believe you could have a million dollars, you could write a million dollars. If you don't believe you'll ever have a million dollars, go for a hundred thousand, write paid off loans, write new car, anything that's material or money world. I want you to write it with passion. Remember magic is passion. I don't want you writing like 
all right, I get a bigger apartment. No, I get this. I want sweat dripping down your head, right? All over this dollar bill, both sides. Turn a $1 bill into a $1,000 bill or into a million dollar bill, whatever that is. Passion, passion, passion. Make dollar signs all over it, whatever the sigil of a dollar sign means to you. See what it is. New cars for my parents, new cars for my family. Write everything that you want on that dollar bill. Now, look at it and go, go, yeah, this is easy. It's just words. I can have this. I can have this. Now, if you're into oils and herbs and things, maybe you want to put some mm, mint on it or some rosemary or mugwort or dragon's blood or some oil or some olive oil. If you don't have other oil, that's very good for money. Um, if you don't, you have your dollar bill. Now, I want you to roll your dollar bill like you're rolling a joint if anybody know how to do that but roll it towards you roll it towards you because this is magic you're bringing in now if we were doing get rid of something like say we were burning something a spell or even weight loss like we just we've done recently you would roll it away from you but this we're rolling towards you here is money here is a raise here is a new job here is a new car rolling it towards you so now you've got this little it doesn't look like this but a dollar bill all rolled up so we're going to do our magic with this so i want you to see yourself having all that stuff again whether you want to chant whether you're drumming all those magical things that we do um I want you to see that bank account, see that bigger home or apartment, see that Ross going, yes, you get a raise. Yes, you're moving up. Yes, you start your own business. And then when you really see it, when you really feel it, again, whether you put herbs in it or oil, it doesn't matter. Then I want you to go find a fire safe bowl. I want you to light this dollar bill on fire. And then I want you to see it happening. Again, I'm a big believer in chance. Money here, money now, money come to me. Money here, money now, money must it be. Money here, money now, money come to me. Money here, money mound, money shall it be. Whatever it is, and burn it, burn it, burn it. And watch that smoke going up, smoke going up. Send it up into the heavens. What do you want to say? Aho, so more it be, amen, whatever. You have these beautiful ashes. And if you do burn real money, it burns beautifully. It's not real paper, it's material. It's got these great things. Now those ashes, you could toss or you could roll your next candle or something else in it. Those are positive magic ashes. But you've got this beautiful thing. Do it on a waxing or full moon. Remember, you don't want to do it on a waning moon, not when things are getting little. You want to do it anywhere during the waxing moon or the full moon. Full moon, you could do any kind of magic. Now you're sitting there with a burnt up dollar bill, all those wishes, wait and see what happens. I promise, I've literally been doing this since the 1980s. Every time I have ever done it, I've gotten amazing things, windfalls, or people's going, um, I wanted $500 for a new computer, but somebody gave them a new computer, a new car. It works. I have thousands of people, I've got 100,000 plus views on my YouTube doing this. So you need some money, create the money, money magic. Yes, you are sacrificing a dollar bill. Other things you could do. Cold, again, it's all about changing your intent. Cold, hard cash, you want cold, hard cash. Here's a feng shui thing, because I borrow every from everybody. Feng shui, take nine $1 bills, get a red string, because feng shui is always about red string. We do a lot of red too. Get the red string, either nine or 18 inches long. Wrap up those nine $1 bills, wrap it around like you're wrapping a present. Put them in the back left side of your refrigerator and you'll always have cold, hard cash. 
Don't put it in the freezer. You put things in the freezer you want to freeze out. Back of the refrigerator. Plus, it'll be a talking point when you have parties again and people wonder why you have dollar bills in your refrigerator. But it works. It works. Cold hard cash, nine, one dollar bills, nine or 18 inches of red string. My last thing and one of my favorite things is a leprechaun money pot. We like leprechauns because they like money and they like money for the sake of money. They don't put all these weird attachments of what it means. They just like the pot of the gold at the end of the rainbow. They roll around in it. They are fun. So start yourself a leprechaun money pot. It could be a pot, it could be a little jar, it could be an envelope where you write leprechaun money pot on. It could be a little box, it could be a shoe box, it could be a little box, it could be a drawer. This is your leprechaun money pot. I want you to start putting money in it. Now when I started, I, I do have very much or had very much of a cash business, I thought I'm going to collect $100 bills. I didn't have one at the time, so I took a $1 bill and I made two zeros on it. I am very big on writing on money. But I made my $1 bill into a $100 bill and I put it away. And then all of a sudden, she's, oh, I'm throwing some money in my leprechaun money pot. Now, what you have to do to make it that leprechaun money pot is every once in a while and very often in the beginning, play with the money, roll around in the money, throw it on the floor and roll around it like old movies, throw it around your bed. It's silly, you'll feel ridiculously silly, and that's what you're supposed to do. It's really hard at first when you have one or two bills in it or a little bit of change, but all of a sudden, you're gonna have lots of money in this leprechaun money pot. And you're gonna be going, again, I'm just picturing Al Pacino or something, throwing money up and ah, I love money. Money is easy, money is fun. Money is just energy, that's all it is. Now, my leprechaun money pot, I always have whatever I need, period, end of story. If it could be, I need $100 for whatever, great. Could be like, what, our deck is falling down, I need $3,000, I go there and I have exactly what it is. Leprechauns are magic, you guys. Yes, you're putting some money in there, but there's something about it that it just comes together. So again, burn and sacrifice your money, cold hard cash your money, make yourself a leprechaun money pot. Let your money trails go away. See what your thought pattern is. See what's not serving you, what maybe your mother said or your father said, and work hard is the only way to do it, and it's worth it if you work hard. Maybe that was their truth. Maybe it's not your truth. Maybe money can be easy. Maybe it's just energy like everything else. So be abundant. Think abundant. Money's easy. Money's fun. So let me introduce you to my dear friend and artist and just amazing human all around, Gina Leslie. Thank you, Gina. Hi, Patty. It's so good to see you again. So good to see you too. So thank you for coming on. Um, you know how much I love your book. I've been, I'm probably one of the first to even have your book. Um, so your book is called The Art of Sigils and it is an art book and it is sigils. But kind of for my people who don't know, what what is what is exactly is a sigil? Okay, a sigil is a sign or a symbol that is used to manifest um, an outcome. So you, um, it's been around, uh, it's used in Jewish mysticism. It's, we believe it's been around since the cave paintings. Um, they, they painted those animals as sympathetic magic to draw the animals into their area so they could have a successful hunt. Um, kings and people in power 
would create sigils of, of power and then they would put them in a, a ring, a, a signet ring, so that they would they would steal their letters and things with that. And they would use that to create power and create magic. Um, it's been around a long time. It has. And it got very big in witchcraft with Austin Osman's spare, correct? Yes. He's the spare yes. sigil in going into to more chaos magic and ceremonial magic with, with him made it a just major part of witchcraft in our spell working and things. Yes. And um, King Solomon used sigils to uh, bind demons to build the Temple of Solomon. Um, yeah, it's um, my... The way I work is built a little bit on um, the Austin Osmond Spare, um, where you take the letters and then you cross out repeating letters and then arrange what's left um, into some kind of a design until you feel like it's done. So, so that's beautiful. So you are now making sigils for people. Again, I highly recommend your book. It's called The Art of Sigils. Discover your own creativity using ancient magical symbols. So symbols, sigils, a lot of people don't even know what sigils are other than you explain. It got big. Even our producer Rob was saying Game of Thrones. Use the word sigils. From Game of Thrones on, which we got into our modern society. But again, some caveman days on we have been using sigils and symbols and power and putting them into it. So now you have a business where you help create sigils for people. How does that work? Um, I have a, a calendar function where people can go to the, uh, the calendar and they pick a date. There's several dates available on the calendar. So you pick the date and time that works for you. And I do sigils and I also make potions. So depending on what you need, um, we can we set the date and the time, and then we can either do a Zoom call or a phone call, or I could do Facebook, we'll, we'll work it out. And then when we actually meet on the call or the Zoom, um, I talk to you about what it is you're looking for, and I ask people to, on the sigils, I ask them to prepare uh, three words. I try and get people to distill what they want down to three words um, because a lot of times we don't know what we want so figuring out what it is that you want and what you want to manifest for is like that's half the spell right there and narrowing it down to three words is um, really focusing your intention on something so that it's not I just want to be happier you know okay, okay. yeah and then that's, that's <laughs> Yeah, because I just want to be happy is a little bit vague. <laughs> right. So if they so, come in, I want to be happy, you kind of narrow that down. So people yeah. can come in, what is common? Like, bring me love, bring me uh, abundance, money, health, things like that. They start creating. I, I've had all of those back in the before times when we were all meeting in person. I used to do this at psychic fairs. So people would come to me with all kinds of things. They want um, they want better health they want um family harmony they're having strife in their house so they want harp you know some family harmony um they want they're getting a they're starting a business so they want prosperity and success in their business so people people want all kinds of things our our mutual friend alfred needed some um he was looking for some out of print music 
for a project that he was doing. And so he took one of my sigil classes and he made a sigil to get to find that music. Two weeks later, he found a single copy in the back of a bin at a music store. So magic works. I, wow. I know that's it works. Awesome. I know it works. Yeah, it I it does. It's it's magic in its purest form. The, you know, the creation working dispatch, mind, body, spirit, you know, the, the psychological end or the magical end of things. Um so if I know we work very much in the same magical belief system along the way. So if somebody's coming for you, say love, they want a love spell. Has that worked for you? I want a love spell. Okay. Um my the way you you and I kind of work the same way and um we believe that doing things doing magical workings that take away someone's free will is not ethical and should not be done. Right. So if you're trying to do a love spell to bring a specific person into your life, um I will recommend against that. What I do suggest is to manifest for bringing the person into your life that's right for you because sometimes we don't know who's right for us we see somebody and we get infatuated with them and that may not be the right person for us and if we tie them to us with a magical spell we could find out that that person's really really awful and getting rid of them could be harder than getting them there in the first place Right. It is. It could be that stalker, that obsessed person that drives you crazy and insane. And they can't, they don't even know why they like you, but they're obsessed with you. You created all that. Yes. So, yeah. you know, it, you just can't do that. And and if that were true, that everybody who thought their soulmate was their soulmate, ha, I have to say that Zach Bagans has 912,000 million soulmates. Cause I get that <laughs> phone call every day. Yes. I know that we are soulmates. Maybe not. I know that we're men together. He just doesn't know. Maybe not. Maybe so, not. yeah, yeah. So we humans are very, very silly. But again, you uh, you want love, you can bring them love, the sigil to create it. Yes. Um, yeah, definitely. So how yeah. does that work? So, okay, I, I'm coming to you. I want, maybe I'm starting a new business. I want abundance. I want clients or I want customers or I want whatever that is. I've got my three words, blank, blank, blank. Here's my three words. Now what? Okay, um, what I do is I, uh, I write out the three words, then I cross off all the repeating letters, and then I take the remaining letters and start arranging them in whatever um, organizational way feels right to me. Um, when you're doing this for yourself, it doesn't have to be artistic. Um, it's not about, creating sigils is not about art. It's about the intention that you put into it. And while you are creating the sigil and rearranging all these numbers and letters and whatever you're putting into it, um, that's your intention going into it. And when you get to the point where, um, where it feels like it's done, whether that's you know five minutes from when you started or two weeks later, some, that I get that time frame when I'm making stuff for me. Um, when it feels done, then you stop. And then you take the um, you take the image that has the sigil on it. If I've if I've made one for you, I will give you the image. Or if we're doing it over um, Zoom, I will email it to you. And then you take that and print it out. 
and then you hold the paper that has a sigil on it and you envision having the thing that you're manifesting for. If you're manifesting for an out of print book, imagine holding that book. What does it feel like? What does it look like? What does it smell like? How does it sound when you're flipping the pages? Um, get that really, really clear in your mind. And then when you have that vision very clearly in your mind of something of this thing that you have, then you blow it into the paper. I do that three times. You activate it with your breath. And then once you've done that, you tear it up. You I burn mine. You can bury it in the um, bury it in the garden, bury it in a pot of dirt, um, flush it down the toilet if you want. Or if you want to keep it, you can fold it up and put it away in a book that you hardly ever open. And then just um, go on about your business and let the universe decide how it's going to manifest. But you also want to be aware of odd little coincidences that go on around you. If you're looking for that, that out-of-print book, and you have a friend that's constantly asking you to go to yard sales, maybe you should take them up on it because maybe you're going to find that book at a yard sale. Right. I, ma the I, manif I manifested for a trip to Ireland, and it took four years for it to work, but it worked. But it worked. It, it worked. worked. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> um, so, yes, you are creating a reality. Well, you're creating a spirit. Though in working in magic, you are creating the spirit of this thing you are creating. Yes. The, the mind, body, spirit, and whatever it is. So whether you choose to burn it and send it off into the universe in, in, in the smoke, bury it and plant that thing that you're doing. Or I love the idea of tucking it away into a book. I have never done that. I've put it in little created oven things and and not literal ovens, you know, cooking, baking, you know, magical ovens. Um, but I've never had books. I'm going to start doing that. Um, so someday somebody going through all my stuff going, heaven, she had a lot of stuff. They're going to find <laughs> funny little symbols and sigils in my books and wonder what they are. Just like the caveman days. The, the nice thing about sigils is it works with different, um, different magical ways of working. So if what if if somebody works with numerology or they work with astrology or they work with runes, you can incorporate those. If you think if you think there's a rune that needs to go into this sigil, um, in addition to all of the letters that you're doing, put it in. If you think there's an astrological sign that goes in there that you think it'll give it more power, put it in. This is very um, synergistic. Matt, to me, this is very synergistic magic. It works with a lot of different belief systems and, and magical working systems. Right. Whatever your work within your your framework, work within your path, whatever that is. Um, yeah. And protect like I, again. And we use singles all the time. A, a, we've given the power to a dollar sign means money. A heart always means love. My favorite protection sigil that's known is a rune. It's Nordic. It's the Helm of Awe. I don't yes. go on scary TV shows without it. It's an eight-sided cross that, to me, just blows up whatever. So who knows? Maybe if I'm making a, a protection sigil of my own or having my friend Gina Le Leslie make a much more creative, artistic version of that, <laughs> I might incorporate this because it means so much to me because that makes it that much more powerful within yes. something else with my other three words. Yes. Um, so there's not hard and fast rules to things, um, except creating the magic within. 
yeah, I, I work very intuitively. I don't um, plan on particular moon phases or days of the calendar. I, I work very intuitively. So if I need a sigil, it's like I sit down and start working on it. That's beautiful. So so I've come to you. We've got the three words. I've got my sigil. Now all of a sudden I have my love abundance business going or my out of print book or whatever that is. So and now is this so now now I need something else. So we just and keep now I'm gonna make a sigil on something else. There's not a limit to sigils. I'm going oversimplified on this, but so so now my next sigil I want health. That's good. You know, yes, yeah. Can somebody there's, have too many sigils? Um, I don't think so. Um, but do you really need all of these things all at once? You know, it's kind of it's kind of like anything else. You know, you don't need to eat a whole bottle of vitamins on one day, right? Because. It might get overwhelmed, right? If you've got a, you might get a tummy ache for the vitamins, but all of a sudden, if you're doing love and health and money in a new business, you might get overwhelmed. Yeah, especially <laughs> if it all comes in all at the same time, and you have to deal with, with all of the like a, a new romance and a and a brand new business, and yeah, it can be overwhelming. Um, and again, people, I. I really, I highly recommend your book because it's so inspirational. Again, and you can you make yours into to jewelry, right? You, aren't you, yeah, are you wearing I'm, one of your pieces yeah, right this, now? This one, um, this sigil, uh, this was inspired by a sigil that I made. So I just ended up making it into a piece of jewelry that I could wear. And in the book, I have, um, I did a, actually did a contest where I put a sigil up on Facebook and I told people, what what do you see in this sigil what does it make you want to create because creating is not everybody's creative they just don't realize it um creativity is not necessarily about art artists are creative but creative people are not necessarily artists mm. um cre creativity is about making something it's about combining things that haven't been done before trying new things one of the one of the women that's in the book, she saw in the sigil that I gave, she saw the word nettles and she's a baker. And so she made nettle cookies. That was her mm -hmm. creativity. Um, another one saw a textile pattern and she made a textile pattern out of it. So creativity is uh, creativity is like whatever you're passionate about. And I think that that sigils can inspire creativity. That's a that's a jumping off point for inspiring creativity. And they can be they, they can be works of art in themselves too. Right, right. And and again, we're creating the spirit of that thing. I just again, I'm not an artist. I am creative, and my sigils don't look anything like yours. I mean, a lot of these are just audio, but. My screensaver is a sigil that I created for a very specific person. You know, I burned, I did all those things along the way. But it also is like, oh, yeah, this is working. This is working. It's working on my funny little cell phone. <laughs> and it is there. Um, it's a reminder of what we what we're working for. And it and it helps us focus. And it also yeah. helps us to pay attention to what's going on around us. Because you never know how how we get so um, tunnel vision about how we think something should go, 
And maybe the universe has a different way of giving you what you want. Sometimes we have what we want and we don't even know it, that it's already there. I've had that happen. It's like, oh, wait a minute, I manifested for this and oh, I've got it now. Wow, that's pretty cool. (laughs) Yeah, or like people, again, looking for a partner, looking for love, but they don't open their eyes and heart. Maybe once you've made a sigil, bring me the love of my life. When you go to the grocery store, it's not laser vision. I need protos and I need beans and I need bread. Go home. Who knows? The love of your life might be standing in that produce department, but you're so numb or uh, the terms I use all the time, asleep at the wheel, phoned in, by rote, automatic pilot. It puts a new awareness there. So again, it might be in the protest. You might be sitting there, in the, you know, in the can soup area where you're getting your beans, and there's your love. So awareness, yes. awareness. Absolutely. That's what magic is. And then I updated this book this year. Um, I discovered originally when I wrote the book, it was about getting people to tap into their creativity. And then I discovered through talking to people and, and getting emails and stuff that people were getting this book to learn how to make sigils. And I didn't have a specific detailed step-by-step chapter in the book about how to make sigils. Well, I added that for the 2021 version of it. So now it's new and updated and you can learn how to make a sigil and then you can learn how to make cool stuff beyond that. Use it for inspiration. That is beautiful. So thank you again. It is art whether it's artistic or not, but it, it is magic. You're creating a spirit. And that is what magic is, creating. <sighs> so you guys, where do you need a sigil in your life? I don't know. Make one or perhaps call Gina. So Gina, how can people find you if they're going, yeah, I'm going to make some and maybe I'm going to start working my own magical practice. We have a bunch of new, you know, people just stepping into their magical world who are, um, you know, my, my listeners here at Witching Hour. But say somebody's going, okay, I'm going to add sigils into my working. Because with me too, it is a major part of any of my workings. Or often many of my weekends. And it's very accessible to anybody. Okay. But so say I'm a new person and I go, okay, but I want one of those fancy artsy ones from uh, Gina. And I might need help. Again, you obviously coach along the way. When somebody comes in, like, I want to do something to my boss or I want to do this. And and you're seeing that that's maybe not really what they want. They're getting your services, right? Yes, I can. If, if somebody comes to me and they want to do something like a curse, I can gently steer them in a, in a direction where they're putting out more positive energy and getting the same result. Cause I'd rather put positive magic out into the world. We've got enough negative stuff going on. Yeah. So there's, there's positive ways to get get what you need out of life. I think I think you can get everything that you need out of life completely using positive, not negative. Because, again, cause and effect, action and reaction, whether it's the, the old school wick and read, what you put out comes back three times, or much more complicated version of the reality of it all. It's the world you live in. Yes. You create the world you live in. So now say if somebody does, maybe they need help with their three words and their sigil and they want a real pretty artistic sigil to have. How do people find you, Miss Gina? Um, You can go to my uh, Facebook page. If you just type in www.theartofsigils.com, that will bring up my Facebook page and that has all my contact information on it. That has also has a link to the the links to um, 
the calendar page where you can schedule the the sigil making or the potion making. I make little I'm making little potion bottles right now that you can put in your uh, mojo bag or you can wear it on a chain or a cord. Okay, I love the potions idea. I'm a big potions girl myself, and that is beautiful. So tell me more about your potions. What are you doing? What what are they? Um, what I do is I, um, when the client comes, uh, makes a call, I read them, and um, like I would do a like you do psychic readings, mm-hmm. um, I read them, and then I make a little potion bottle for them. I fill it with different. Um, uh, different liquids like love, different liquids that are charged with different things like love and um, courage, um, um, communication, whatever, whatever people need. And then I fill, fill the little bottles and then I put the appropriate stones in them and then it's wire wrapped so that you can uh, wear it on a cord or you know hang it from your car or put it in your in your mojo bag so that's that's my newest project i love it and i totally forgot you also do wrapping and metal wrapping and jewelry such a renaissance woman so the yeah. liquids you put in are the you just do it all that's great i do it all. Uh, i'm gonna have you cut my hair since <laughs> nice. so do, are you working with like essential oils and things or blessed under ritual waters and things or a little bit um, of everything it's, it's blessed waters yeah blessed waters um moon water sun water um i didn't get a chance to put it out under the the eclipse last night but i might put some of them out the next time we have one so we got a full moon tonight i don't know when this is playing it's probably it's week week ago two weeks ago but (laughs) probably um yeah so uh, they're they're all they all each have um different uh, magical components to them so i i figure out what you need if you've got a project going on then i'll put a little bit of prosperity in it um a little luck a little money um communication all the things that that uh, would make your project go smoothly and successfully so that goes hand in hand. So say somebody's going, okay, I've got this project or this new thing. Would it behoove them to go, okay, I'm going to go to Gina. I'm going to get a sigil, have her make a sigil, and I'm going to get a potion. Yes. Yeah, you can do both. It never hurts to, you know, use use whatever's out there that you can use. I'm, I oh, am from the school of more is more, so. <laughs> yeah. So more is more, so. All right, and then I'm soon going to be putting sigils on my potions bottles of <laughs> everything in love of Gina. So thank you again, Miss Gina. Um, here's the next time. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Bye.